What's going on, everyone? It is scriptwriter Steve. You've reached Barbecue 2 Movies. Here I am, yelling from the mountaintops in very rainy Hawaii. How is your weekend coming along? Today is March 13th, 2021. Guess what time it is? Yeah, 3.31 a.m. It's another one of those nights. All right. I'm going to turn this down. Did anyone watch President Joe Biden's speech a few nights ago? Boy, was that a doozy. I stepped into the middle of it. Then I was slightly impressed. No, I'm kidding. I wasn't impressed at all. And so I reversed my DVR so I could catch it from the the beginning. And uh, still not impressed. Still wasn't impressed. So I'm going to get into Joe Biden's quote-unquote epic speech. But first, I want to talk barbecue. So on Thursday... I barbecued two pork shoulders and a salmon, and I used a bag of hickory wood that I bought from Lowe's. So I need to, I need to vent on these, on this hickory wood that I bought from Lowe's. So just to let you know, for all of my listeners out there who are in the mainland, hickory wood is not native to Hawaii, so it has to be imported. And if it's imported, it has to go through all of these strict rules because we don't want any evasive species coming into Hawaii. And I'm not sure if hickory wood falls under that category, but I ended up paying about $20 for about three or six pounds of wood. I'm not sure. I threw away the package, but it wasn't a big bag of wood, all right? And um, it was kiln-dried, not my favorite, because, you know, as, as I have said over and over before, like, kiln-dried has a tendency to burn a little too clean, a little too hot, and a little too fast. But that's not what I had a problem with. So, I rip open the bag, and this is, like, before I start my barbecue. I'm getting ready to barbecue, by the way, so I'm in that mindset of, I just want to cook meat, right? And that's, I think, I think most of you who barbecue, when it comes time to barbecue, you're just looking forward to cooking meat and playing with fire. So I rip open this bag and all what I find in there are four logs that need to be split. They're they're way too large for my weekend warrior smoker and the Oklahoma Joe's standard offset, all right? So, you know, the Oklahoma Joe standard offset, it's not very big. So these lo- these logs can't even fit in there. So not only do they have to be split, I have to break out the chop saw and chop them in half. <laughs> this is not what I was looking forward to. Again, there is a time to chop wood with the chop saw, with a with a with a chainsaw. And also an axe. You know, we, we reserve those days. There's chopping wood days, right? You know, if you're, if you're a barbecue, you say, today we're going to chop wood. But, <laughs> you know, when you barbecue, that's the last thing you want to do. So I had to do it because my keave, which was on the side, um, I couldn't use it because it was, first of all, it's wet from the rain. Secondly, it's not seasoned yet. You know, this wood that I, that I have stockpiled in the yard is wood that I will use six to eight months from now. And uh, so anyway, I had to split the wood. So <laughs> these logs, they had eyes in them. So they were really, really hard to split. Now, I don't have one of those, what they call a mall, which makes things very easy to split. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to buy one because I used my friend's, my friend's mall, which just makes splitting wood a lot easier. I had to use an axe. And anyone who's ever split wood before knows that if you split wood with an eye in it, 
it becomes that more tough because it is stubborn. It does not want, it's like splitting concrete. So I had to get five or six, maybe sometimes 10 good wax because when you, when you axe this wood, your axe gets stuck in there. So now you have to pound this, you know, pound your axe through there and not with a sledgehammer. You just kind of pound it on another piece of wood until it splits. But man, that takes a lot of muscle. And I'm 40. Three, going to be 44 soon, and so my back is not in the best shape, and here I am hitting the wood. By the time I get through with these four logs, I am, and now each log has to be split maybe four or five more times, okay, just to let you know. So again, and each one is splitting like a pin in the ass. This, again, it's like splitting concrete. So by the time I finish this, it's about an hour later, and my back is hurting, and I still have to barbecue the meat. You're not in the best. And oh, oh, wait. On top of that, I had to get, break out the chop saw and split them in half. So again, not the best. It wasn't the best. And I have, I have a bone to pick with Lowe's. I think if you, if you, uh, <laughs> if you buy from this supplier, make sure they split the damn wood. All right. All right. Okay. So enough of that. So if you're wondering how the smoke went, um, it went okay. It went good. Um, I didn't taste it yet, so I can't tell you. I'll tell you in the next um, podcast. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be um, eating it tonight. Um, but the smoke, it just, it went good. Um, I ended up wrapping it at around 145 degrees because I thought the bark, the bark was getting a little dark for me. Now, usually I wrap it at around 165 because that's usually where the stall is, right? But this bark developed a lot faster than usual because I had sugar in my rub. And that's okay because, uh, you know, a lot of people, like, a lot of people have said that, you know, your smoked meat will only, yeah, I guess meat will only, uh, absorb, you know, smoke flavor in the first three to four hours. And so we were really well way into that by the time I wrapped it. But I'm not sure if that's true or not because you know, a lot of times when I smoke things, you know, I like to smoke it to always to around, at least to the stall. And, um, and I, I usually find even if I can push it further through the stall that it gets a lot more smokier. If I would pull things off at 145, I don't think it's, it's as smoky, but we'll see. We will see how smoky it is. Hickory, by the way, it is one of the stronger smokes, smokes out there. Um, just from the, the smell of it though, I think Kiave smells better. It really, really does. Now, by the way, if you guys don't know what Kiave is, um, I have talked about it in previous podcasts. Kiave is, our local version of mesquite. It comes from the same family tree of mesquite. It doesn't look the same though. Um, the tree is a lot more thorny. It's a lot scarier looking. Um, a lot of times you can't, like for me, when I went up there to look at mesquite trees, and I said, wow, that's a mesquite tree. I, even I couldn't recognize it that well. Um, but these Kiave trees look as though they're something out of Harry Potter because they're twisty and scary looking. They're, they're perfect for horror films because they don't look very friendly. And by the way, if you bike a lot, they really are not friendly because those little Kiave thorns get into your tires and, and leave you flat on the side and end up, you know, you have to end up calling someone for a ride usually. That's, that's my thing because I don't carry, I don't carry around, um, pumps or spare tires. That's the way I roll when I, when I road bike. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm probably going to get a lot of comments on that, <laughs> but that's the way I roll, man. That's the way I roll when I bike. Okay. So, um, the smoke, it just went fine. Uh, I think it did. We'll have to see. And, uh, I didn't, here's the difference with this. Um, uh, I cooked it to 203, but I didn't shred it. I set it on the side and I kept setting on the side. And then um, I'm going to pull it today. So I'm going to reheat it to a 203 today. 
Uh, not, not, maybe not 203, maybe about 160, and then I'll pull it because I think it's already tender. And um, I was thinking I wanted to shred it. I wanted to, well, not shred, I wanted to pull it and then have it soak in its juices and then maybe, you know, serve it today. And um, and again, usually um, when I've been doing barbecue, I've been kind of barbecuing the day before or a couple of days before because I just, you know, I, I don't want the, when you, when you barbecue, things can actually go wrong. Right. And barbecue tends, it tends to taste better a few days after anyway, because, you know, the, the smoke and all, it, I guess the meat just has time to, a time to just marinate in its, in its own smoke and its own juices a lot longer. So usually, you know, the longer you let it set, the better it tastes. And, um, 24, I would say sometimes I'll let it set for 24 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, sometimes 48 hours. But we'll see. I've never let, um, I guess, a pork shoulder um, set for this long or rest. I guess people like to use the word rest. Okay. So that's about it for my uh, barbecue spill. Oh, wait. One more thing I want to talk about. Um, if you're wondering why, it, you know, how, how, um, how common it is to find barbecue wood i mean wood to barbecue here in hawaii uh it's you can't go to the convenience store and pick up a bag all right if you want kiave usually it consists of you trying to uh find a kiave tree and for you to take a chainsaw to that tree and you got to chop down that tree so it's not hawaii is not as barbecue friendly as say somewhere like in texas or maybe everywhere in the mainland okay anyway that's the barbecue talk for now the next topic I have on Slate, of course, is President Joe Biden's epically great, oh, 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 I'm sorry, epically boring and inaccurate speech. So that's on right on the other side of the break. I hope you join me there. But I got to cut the commercial and pay for the bills. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S. That's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. All right, everyone. I hope you're back from that commercial break. It's not too long, right? A little shameless plug for my company out there and my little plug for Anchor FM. By the way, any of, any of you out there who want to have a voice and you want to share that voice, just use Anchor FM. Trust me, it's so easy. You can use it on your cell phone. And that's what I'm using right now. 
my cell phone. I'm just talking into my cell phone. I don't have any professional equipment at all. I'm just using the app and just talking. And by the way, the way I get my music on here is that I just turn it on my stereo up here by my PC. And then I literally turn the dial down and up and down, up and down and up and down. And that's how I do it. So everything is little bit of, I guess, uh, old school. That's the way they did it back in the day. But um, <laughs> I, I don't do any post-production on this because I'm way too lazy. <laughs> so I just want to get everything done on the first crack. So let's get into President Joe Biden's speech. Now, full disclosure, full disclosure, I'm not a fan of President Joe Biden. Let me make that very, very clear. Now, you're probably thinking, Steve, you have a bias. Of course. Of course I have a bias. I'm a supporter of President Trump. I thought the election was stolen. I already gave you in previous podcasts reasons why I support him. And the reasons why I will support him if he decides to run in 2024. Now, do I think he's one of the greatest, greatest presidents we've ever had? Yeah. And I have the proof if you ever need it. Now, I've had podcast after podcast telling you about how great... President Trump was, but I don't want to get into that. This is all about President Joe Biden's epically boring and bad speech. So my first impression of President Biden is that, first of all, he's not very entertaining or even convincing, okay? So seconds into his speech, my brain started socially distancing itself from my body. You know, I started having flashbacks to when I was back in high school, listening to my boring history teacher. Oh my God, was she boring? Oh, should I out her name right now? No, I better not. I better not. But those of you who are my classmates who listen, who, who listen, listen to my podcast, you know who I'm talking about. Which, which history teacher put us all to sleep? And <laughs> oh man, she must have been President Biden's clone or something. So the first act of Biden's speech, it was just filled with false facts, lie after lie, and sob stories. You know, there was a, a, one of the stories which I recall. President Biden, he recounted the story he had with a young woman. I think she was a young business owner. And he asked her, what can the government do to help? And she answered, I just want the truth. Now, I may be self-projecting here, but you know, myself, I'm a business owner. I know a lot of other business owners. I know many, many business owners, and the majority of them are Trumpsters, okay? And some of them, maybe some of them are liberals. But here's the thing. <laughs> Most business owners don't need to hear the truth from politicians because we already, already figured out that no matter what's going to come out of their mouth, it's going to be a lie. So the last thing we want to hear, you know, if a politician comes up to me and says, what can we do to help well, I think the majority of the business owners will say, well, you can open us up so we can make a living because you're the ones who actually killed our businesses or who, and who were continuing to kill our businesses because your, your regulations don't make any sense. Here in Hawaii, my couples, bride and groom or groom to groom or bride and bride, the majority, even if you're transgender, I don't care, okay? I, I do business with anyone, all right? You can only have 10 people at your wedding. 10, that's it. And 10, that's including the, the minister, the photographer, and the videographer. So that's maybe seven people if you have one person each standing in for each, each um, the minister, the videographer, videographer, and the photographer, right? That's three minus 10, seven, correct? 
But if you have a funeral, you can have 25 people. So under this regulation, if the bride and groom were dead, (laughs) they could have more guests at their funeral. But if they're alive, they can only have 10 because that's a lot safer. Because we're following the science. Where does that make sense? It doesn't make any sense, right? You know, I've talked to a lot of politicians down here. I've talked to some Democrats and I said, well, you know, why wasn't it that GameStop here in Hawaii was not allowed to open and then, but Walmart was allowed to open? Why? And they said, oh, because it's safer. Oh, it's safer. It's safer. So it's safer to buy a video game in Walmart, but it's really dangerous to buy it at GameStop, even if GameStop practices social distancing. They said, yes, absolutely, because that's where the science is, and we don't want to debate. So how about those mom and pop stores that, the mom and pop grocery stores, because we have a lot of them here in Hawaii, they're very small. They're on the corner, okay? They're not big like Safeway or Costco or, or anywhere else like that. Why were they closed down? Because I thought they were essential. No, they were closed down. Right, but we 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 were only allowed to shop at the big supermarkets. Why was that? And these politicians said, "Well, we just want to follow the science." Where's the science? And they just said, "Follow it, follow it, Steve. Just follow it." So anyway, getting back, getting back to this young business owner. So she said, "What can the government do to help?" And she answered, "Oh, I just want the truth." No. That's not a real response from a real business owner. She would say, get out of the way. That's what a business owner would say. Get out of the way. I don't believe that story was true. If it is true, what type of business owner is she? (laughs) You know, I'm trying to, again, I have no proof that it's fake. But that that response just doesn't seem genuine. Okay. So here's the other thing. So Biden, he lies about President Trump's response to COVID-19. So Biden's kind of inferred that President Trump took weeks, months to act on COVID while people died. No, he didn't. Do you know what the Democrats were doing while Trump recognized that COVID was a threat while Trump actually was um, closing down travel from China? What were they doing? Well, first of all, they were trying to impeach him. You know, I had a conversation with someone who was on a leftist, right? And he said, I don't remember that, Steve. I, I don't remember that the, the Democrats were trying to impeach Trump at all in, in January. Are you freaking stupid? Oh, my God. You know, it's very funny how the left has a very selective memory. Isn't it funny? Okay. And get this. So when Trump, we know this, when Trump closed down travel from China, it was Biden who was calling Trump a racist, as well with many other politicians, including Nancy Pelosi, and um, who was the other guy over there? The uh, I think Kumo was as well. You know, Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi he was out there, uh, she was out there in Chinatown in San Francisco saying, we want you to come to Chinatown. You know, she was out there playing the race card. All about gathering the votes, right? Well, we know for a fact China created the virus. Again, they were trying to impeach Trump for the months before COVID hit. Even while COVID was hitting, they were still trying to impeach Trump. They weren't doing anything. You know, Biden was running for president, you know, and he was probably trying to figure out, well, how do I get back into my basement? 
And all, and again, President Biden, again, he took credits for the vaccines again. You know, he said there was no plan to get these vaccines rolling or nothing out there. What happened to Operation Warp Speed? Didn't Biden, Kamala Harris, and all of these politicians say that Operation Warp Speed was not going to work? Didn't didn't um, Fauci said no, the the um, the vaccines were not going to come out till a couple years from now? Do you remember that they were saying, oh, the vaccine won't be ready till like maybe twenty twenty two? And also, didn't they say that once these vaccines would come out, then things will will return to normal? Were they out already? But things are still not returning to normal in a lot of states. If you're in a red state like Texas or Florida or Missouri or Iowa or, or um, I think, Alabama, things are pretty much close to back to normal or getting to back to normal. In Texas, they canceled the mask mandate. So again, you don't, you don't have to wear one if you don't want to. In Florida, they really don't wear it. You know, it's great, I think. But anyway, I'm not going to list off every lie that President Biden read off his teleprompter. But let's just say there's a lot. And if you dig enough, you're bound to get lost in his web of falsehoods, okay? But I want to focus on one of the stupidest things, and maybe the most upsetting thing I heard. And it was about July 4th, okay? So Joe Biden said, if you follow his guidelines, social distancing, wearing a mask, and washing your hands, then there's a chance that on July 4th, you could meet with your friends and have a family picnic. Really? Maybe, maybe meet on July 4th with, with wearing a mask and social distancing to cook a few hot dogs on your grill. Are you kidding me? By the way, we're doing that today. <laughs> so, so screw you, Joe Biden. But I want to get into this right here. This social distancing crap, it's really crap. Because do you know that politicians don't follow their own guidelines? I have a picture of our own Mayor Caldwell, former Mayor Caldwell, over at a drinky bar at the height, at the height of COVID. A drinky bar, by the way, is these bars that <laughs> that uh, you pay women to have drinks with, Okay. And you pay them a lot of money. You pay them like $20, $40 a shot, and you can put your arm around them. It's a drinky bar, right? And they're from like, they're from Vietnam or these, or these like, uh, uh, these girls are from Vietnam or, or Korea. And they're, they're here illegally. And, uh, sometimes bad things go on in the champagne room. Now, this is the bad things or bad thing, right? This girl, there's one of these girls here who took a picture with our mayor and posted it on her Facebook page. And a lot of people shared it. And the mayor came out and said, oh, that's not me. That's not me. And that's, uh, by, by the way, uh, if that was me, that's my niece. <laughs> and he, to this day, he says, that's not him. There's only one person I know who's that ugly. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, he's not that good looking of a guy. Maybe he was when he was younger, but he's really not that good looking now. I mean, if he has a Doppeldanger, wow. I mean, that's amazing. By the way, that girl's Facebook page is inactive. And she's gone missing. Just happened to be too. So we have no idea where she is. But I still have that picture. <laughs> I really do. And I show it to anyone who wants to see it. I won't post it on my Facebook page because I don't want the, the former mayor to come after me. Um, so anyway. And anyway, he wants us to wear a mask. Now, 
Uh, I'm talking, going back to Biden. I'm circling back to Biden, his three things. Social distancing, wearing a mask, and washing your hands, right? Let me just tell you about wearing a mask. If that actually worked, we would see a drop in our virus count like how we see right now. The effectiveness is not proven. When, when a lot of states, when a lot of governors enacted a mask mandate, the numbers still went up. In fact, most states had a mask mandate. A lot of our, a lot of parts of the country were wearing masks. And very few people were not wearing masks. The majority, 80 to 90% were wearing masks, right? And 10% were not. The numbers still climbed. The mask did absolutely nothing. And you can't blame the, the people who didn't wear masks on it. Because if your mask were effective, then you wouldn't have gotten sick. And 80% of the people who wore masks, I mean, 80% of the infections wore masks, while only 3% of the infections didn't wear a mask. Explain to me that. That's science. But here's the other thing, too. Now, I'm not, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but I hate when Fauci comes out or these quote-unquote scientists come out and they use statistics to prove their point. Okay? Statistics, it doesn't prove anything. Nothing. Absolutely, absolutely nothing. So anytime you hear percentages, that means their data is only based on crunching numbers and probabilities and they're, and they're not inform, employing any form of reasoning. None. For example, let's go, I'm going to give you a football example. Now, a field goal has a 63.8% chance of being made if it's kicked from the 50-yard line or beyond, okay? 50-yard line and beyond, maybe to the 60-yard line, there's a 63.8% chance of it being made. Okay, that's pretty good. If this is true, then why are kickers practicing? Because you already have a 63.8% chance of making it. Is that true? I don't think it's true. I know my percentage, it's zero, right? Now, if again, if that stats matter, then why are the kickers practicing? 50% of all marriages end in divorce. And if you look at it, yeah, they crunch, they crunch the numbers. It's somewhat true, but it's also not. If it's true, why are you being nice to your wife? Because she's going to leave you anyway. It's a flip of a coin. So don't buy her flowers on like Valentine's Day because she's going to leave you if you do or not. It doesn't matter. Percentages are stupid. So when I hear about, oh, these percentages, you know, the, like the Pfizer vaccine or Moderna has a 95% chance of working and it has a 5% chance of not working. They don't explain to you that 5% on why it may not work. Why is that 5%? Well, those people and those 5%, it didn't work because their body did not generate antibodies. For the, for the 95% for the people who it generated antibodies, it worked. They don't tell you that. They just want to give you the, they just want to give you these percentages. The same thing goes with the new one shot vaccine. The one shot vaccine from Johnson and Johnson that says, Oh, there's only a 65% chance of it working or 75% chance and maybe even a lower chance working with, you know, the new COVID strain. But how did they get that? Well, they got it because they're using a live virus. And a lot of their people, because they're using a live virus and not an mRNA, not many of the older people were able to develop antibodies. So again, if you're older, 
if you are 65 years or maybe 50 years and older, you won't produce enough antibodies you know, to become immune to the COVID virus. But those of you who are younger like me, you will. The chances of you, go, of you producing antibodies are basically 100%. But if your body, because again, what, what, how vaccines work is by producing an immune response, right? They, they're they're going to shoot a virus into you. In this case, in the Johnson & Johnson, it's actually a live, it's a live virus, but all of the bad parts have been taken out, right? And then you're going to create an immune response. But what, what happens if your immune system is not healthy to begin with? Then, well, then you don't get antibodies, right? And that's where the percentages come in. But they don't explain that to you. So people just hear, oh, this Johnson & Johnson vaccine is ineffective. Well, it's not entirely ineffective, okay? Technically, it's 15% more effective than your marriage, right? If we want to play percentages, right? And it's really more, way more effective than, than the mask. Oh, by the way, the mask, right? How do they ever get those, those mask things? We're saying, oh, if you triple mask, it's 95% effective. If you, uh, if you uh, double mask, it's 75%. If you only single mask it, it's only about 50%. How do they get that? They don't even explain how they get that, by the way. None. They just pull those numbers out of thin air. They can't explain those numbers. Not at all. So again, Joe Biden said, if by July 4th, if you social distance, wear a mask, which is stupid and all that things because it's unproven, and, and also wash your hands, which apparently we don't, we have to have a government mandate for, <laughs> for us to wash our hands. I hope you're washing your hands, by the way, even before this happened. What are we, stupid? Are we kids? Hey, kids, wash your hands. Well, maybe Joe Biden has to be told that, right? Because he's really losing it. So, going back to what I was talking about. If we take a look at stats, right? Now, I know I'm going off on a little tangent here, but these are things that are on my mind right here. If we're looking at stats right now, with COVID, we see a bell-shaped curve. We're on the backside of this bell-shaped curve. And ever since vaccines have been released, the numbers are actually coming down. So, when something works you see the results immediately if something works, okay? So if the mask worked, you would see different results. But when the masks were actually instated, especially even here in Hawaii or everywhere, every single state, every single country where the masks were, the numbers still went up, okay? So that means the virus still went through the mask. In fact, the once, and here's a really strange thing, and I think they'll find this out later, that... When people started, when there was a mask mandate installed in these, in these states, infections exponentially went up higher. You know, in Hawaii, when we didn't have the mask mandate and everybody was out and about, our infections went down, almost down back to zero. Then all of a sudden, Caldwell instated this mask mandate because he wanted to be like the other liberal states. The infections went up and they kept continuing to go up until we got the vaccine. In fact, we, Hawaii was a case study of this. And that, was, that same model was repeated over and over again in every single state and country. So I'm gonna, I hope the CDC or scientists have actually, are, are going to come out later on in the future and say, you know what, these masks really didn't work. Maybe it was the way that people were using them. They, were, you know, they weren't using it properly or something like that. They weren't the right mask because everything was cloth masks. Cloth masks are basically useless. But anyway... You know, maybe it was something like that, but they weren't working. And same goes with social distancing, okay? You know, 
For some reason, when they in- installed those social distancing mandates, the infections went up. I'm just saying they did. Now, I'm not saying they don't work, but they just happen to be. You have to explain that in your data. You can't say it's working. So a lot of the a lot of these things, like you know, these three things that Joe Biden is saying that has to be done, you know, they they're really not proven by science. And the washing your hands stuff is just stupid because everybody should wash their hands. So what does Joe Biden promise? And, and this is the part that really gets to me. So what does Joe Biden promise if you do all of this? That by July 4th, you and your friends and family can come over as long as you social distance and then wear a mask. Now, again, I'm having a barbecue today. It's not July 4th. It's March 13th. <laughs> a lot of people have had barbecues already. Uh, you know, get-togethers here in Hawaii are not illegal. But for some reason, Joe Biden is putting his, like, uh, I guess his, his uh, date to July 4th when here in Hawaii you can do it. But I just find it so weird that, <laughs> you know, the, the whole premise to this entire speech of Biden, it, all what it was about was it said, if you obey the government and do A, B, and C, we're going to give you some freedom. If you take the vaccine, we'll give you freedom. If you wash your hands, social distance, wear a mask, we'll give you freedom. We're not sure what that freedom is. You know, we're not sure how that freedom will look like. But we know that maybe possibly you could social distance, you know, have hot dogs with your friends over, maybe not a group bigger than 10. And maybe you can talk to them over the fence or something like that. And you have to wear a mask, right? Maybe you have to all be in like special body suits. But somehow we're going to give you some type of freedom. COVID-19 gave Democrats the power to control our lives. And that, again, was the whole premise of President Joe Biden's speech. Control. That's it. And that's why I thought it was one of the worst speeches I've ever heard from a president. Who wants this? Again, (laughs) who who really wants this? We were told we had to social distance ourselves to protect the elderly because we could be asymptomatic carriers and the virus could pass by person to person and eventually make its way to the elderly because they were the most vulnerable. The average age of the the person who died from COVID-19 was 85. 85. Think about that, okay? Of course, again, there are a few people who are younger who died, all right, okay? But again, the majority of people, 85, average age, 85, If you're 50 years and younger, you have a 99.875% chance of living. 99.875. Isn't that crazy? So why can't we just live life once the elderly are vaccinated? Why can't we just go on our own? I had a couple today when we did their wedding. (laughs) We did their wedding right before the rain came. And we still have to finish shooting shooting the photos on Sunday. But both of my couples had gotten COVID. And uh, I asked them, well, how was it? Because I didn't get COVID. And she said, well, she lost her sense of smell for about a couple of weeks. And her, um, her fiancé, now husband, he had like a runny nose. But they both tested positive for COVID. And their friends who actually had it had very similar symptoms. Again, they got it. Now they're immune. I told them they're immune, but they still took the, they still took the vaccine. But... They're immune. 
the chance of getting reinfected if you have COVID, well, I think it's one in 30 million. So you have a chance of getting struck by lightning twice before you get COVID again. Um, I think there has been one reinfection, I guess, from the new strain. Again, that's, again, one out of 30 million. Still very, very, very rare to get reinfected even from the new strain. And even more rare to die from the new strain. Try to Google. Google deaths and new COVID strain. You're going to be hard-pressed to find people who died from it. I'll just let you know. I mean... You know, the, the common mantra that, that we, were, we were being told before was that as the virus, I guess as the virus becomes more contagious, it gets a lot weaker. And it seems to be in this case. All right. All right, everyone. That about wraps up my spiel for tonight. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay away from all that liberal Kool-Aid. Stay righteous, but most of all, stay strong and stand your ground when the left takes a swing. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies.